0: to Inside the Pages, you are listening, excuse me, wow, you're listening to Inside the Pages presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday Praise and Worship begins at 9 a.m., and Wednesday Bible Study at 7 p.m. Want to thank you for joining us we believe the bible is the word of god therefore we're faithful we're bold we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of god certainly we give honor to god on this eighth day of november 2023 For this is the day that the lord has made and we can rejoice and be glad in it again the bible is the word of god it's this stuff, it's alive. The words on them it's not ink on pages. It's the spirit. It's the spirit. And because the spirit is true and the spirit is life, we're to be faithful, we're to be bold, and we can face any situation that there is by being obedient to the word of God. I want to thank you again for joining online service. If you're looking for a church home growth ministry i want to invite you to join us grow with us and be blessed with us with that being said father in the name of jesus we thank you lord god for your kindness we thank you for your mercy for watching over and keeping us throughout this day how you have blessed us lord you know the challenges that that every individual has faced throughout this day lord god you know emotional impact that things have had, mental, physical. Lord God, you understand and know all these things. And Lord God, we don't have an answer as people for everything, but for sure you do. We we have that assurance. You told us to cast our cares on you because you care for us. And Lord, we believe that. I, I believe it. Lord and, and those that are listening believe as well. Lord God, I pray and ask that you remember um, those that are struggling. Ask that you would help um, belief. Lord God, you, you know the areas of the struggle. You understand, Lord God, the concept behind it. You know, you understand the root of the of it, the cause of it. Lord God, we, we thank you because you have an answer. Lord God, and I I pray and ask that you would bless your people to to hear and receive the answer that they need. Lord God, and to be still and see your salvation in Jesus' name. I ask that you would touch those that are sick in their body. Lord God, I ask that you would help them. Lord God, to recover. Lord Jesus, you you said that if if there's any sick, they will call for the elders of the church. The elders would anoint them with oil and pray for them and they would be healed. And if there was sin, that sin would be forgiven. Lord God, and so I pray and ask that you would bless the elders to be ten- uh, sensitive, to be attentive to the call. Lord God, and to be responsive in Jesus name, amen. I, I hope and, and pray that you are receiving of the word of God, excuse me, and then hold me up in prayer too. We have our change of weather here in Southern California, the, the Santa Ana winds are blowing through. And so that caused a little change in our um, environment, you know, in different things. It could be a little irritating to the eyes and, um, you know, sinuses and stuff like that. But nonetheless, uh, God is good. And, you know, just thanking God for his goodness, <clears throat> thanking the Lord for his grace and his mercy throughout this day. You know, and so uh, we're in the book of Genesis, touching what is referred to as the uh, law of particularization, moving from general to the particular and the universe, earth, man, and spirit. We are touching the creation and the principle, a principle, the only sovereign person who is the cosmological, uh, the cause of all things and the teleological, the design mind behind everything And so no matter um, what we've heard thus far or what you may have learned, or you may have read the book of Genesis, I don't know, you know, um, but it's inexhaustible. The word of God is inexhaustible. You will never exhaust the word of God. And so we are only scratching the surface, but it's enough. Uh, There is enough to save your soul is enough to help you be faithful. And to stir up your pure minds unto the Lord. Now, we talked about following God's lead last week. And uh, my prayer is that you are following his lead. You know, and uh, the Bible tells us clearly uh, the Lord spoke to Abraham and told him that that he was his shield and, and buckler. He was his exceeding great reward. He spoke to him and, and told him in the 17th chapter to, to walk before him and be perfect. And, and God is still saying the same thing. He never asked us to do anything that we cannot do, and so we should be following God's lead. Now, tonight we're talking about Jehovah Jireh, uh, Jehovah Jireh. So we're going to start here in the twenty-second verse. Excuse me, uh, the twenty-second chapter and the fifth, and the fourteenth verse, fourteenth verse. The Bible said that Abraham called the name of that place, Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to, uh, to this day in the Mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, by myself have I sworn, said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and has not withheld thy son, thine only son. That is, uh, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the sea shore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemy. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Obey they, Abraham obeyed the voice of the Lord. Now, if you recall, Abraham was tested. And so Abraham passed the test. Yes, a test. Uh, have you considered what you may be dealing with to be a test? Uh, Sometimes we, we think that we're going through something and it, and it, what we're dealing with is not sin, but it is challenging. And it may be a test. It may be a test. And unless, you're, unless it's identified otherwise, uh, you have to look at it as being such that you're being tried that's another word for tests and so as you know tests are meant to identify character um, understand uh things about yourself uh weaknesses it identifies strength it identifies stability and and so on and so on um you know it identify those things that we need to know and understand about ourselves. And there's a lot that we don't know about us, about ourselves that we need to know and understand. It's important that we know and understand some things about ourselves. And what we identify within ourselves, what is does God seem? What is he saying about us? Now I must, uh reiterate that everything is not a test everything that we deal with is not a test sin is not a test nope sin is not a test and you'll find that in james 1 and 16 um which says do not err my brethren my beloved brethren and so i i there are some verses above that that i did not read but the bottom line is get let's do things the right way. Now we follow God's lead, we'll do it the right way. And we know that in anything that uh, that we do, even if it's wrong, you create a pattern of things of doing something wrong, you've practiced it. And now you've got it down where you're doing it wrong all the time. And, and so that it's a discipline, even though it's a implied discipline, it's still a discipline that you learn to do things the wrong way. And so when we do things the right way, it is a discipline as well. Now, it doesn't take forever and it doesn't take a lifetime to start doing things the right way. Nope. You have to start someplace and you have to stop what you're doing. It's just like if you hadn't been paying your bills on time. And so, you know, that you have a statement coming up that um, showing that your bill is due and you're used to paying it 31 days later, it's time to start paying it 29 days so it doesn't exceed the 30 day limit and mess your credit up. That's the only way you're gonna get it right. And then that requires discipline. It requires discipline. And so we must discipline ourselves to do what is right. Now, individuals um, listening are, are, you know, because people listen, I, I watch as people nod their heads People make statements saying, hey, man, I've watched it through the years, um, and you yourself might have been one of them that have done it like me, where you say, hey, man, and nod your head in agreement, you know, and make phrases, this is true, and all that kind of stuff, and then do nothing, and then do nothing. We have to repent of that type of non-activity. There is the sin of commission, and there is the sin of omission. So the commission is when you do something and omission is when you do nothing. And so we have to be careful because we might say we're going to do something and don't do it. And we'll talk about that in just a moment here. But people that are not listening or unwilling to make a change or follow instructions. Well, you have to understand that you've made a bed, and that is not a test. If you're not willing to listen to instructions, if you're not willing to change when when you're told to change, if you're not willing to follow the instructions, you you say man and nod your head and write, make notes in your pad and all that stuff that, you know what was said, and then you do nothing, and as you deal with the consequences, that's not a test. Uh, the Bible tells us in First Peter two and twenty, it said, "For what glory is it if when we are buffed about for our own fault?" that you should take it patiently. We get buffed about for our own fault. Things that we do, you know, it's just like as a student and we're talking about tests. And so, you know, that you have a homework assignment to do and then you don't do it. And then you get a poor grade and you want to cry because it's been brought to your attention and all that kind of stuff. Or, you know, your parents are not going to be happy about that. Certainly I wouldn't. But then you're buffed about for your own fault. Then you have to deal with the consequences of that. But if you do the assignment, if you follow the instructions that's been given to you by the teacher or by the leader, then that makes a difference. It's just that simple. It's simply said and it can be simply done. This is not one of those things that is easier said than done. No. Now, the Bible tells us that Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Now, Abraham honored the Lord by doing something. Are you, do you appreciate the Lord enough to do something? Many say they do, but do little. And little don't mean that you gotta be up doing a lot. It just means that you're doing your part. And every part is significant. It may not seem like it, but if you take the sand away from the cement, it's gonna you're gonna have a different mixture. If you take the wire out of the cement, you're gonna the foundation is gonna be totally different. And so you you get what I'm saying. There are just some things that are a fan belt as as is just a belt, but if you take that fan belt off the engine. Uh, it's not going to turn the water pump or certain components is not going to turn and that large uh, piece of metal that have little tiny sparks running through it and different is just not going to function the same so it's like that everybody has their part and it, and it comes with the price it comes with the price it comes with the uh with the sacrifice of doing things and so do you appreciate the lord enough to do something now, he called the place Jehovah Jireh. Now, Jehovah, uh, that term means God or eternal one or Lord. So it, it is a descriptive term. It's not a name. It's a descriptive term. And, and then Jireh is, you know, both these are Hebrew words that that, um, that the definition is coming from. And so to see or to provide or make provision. So he says that the Lord is going to make provision as he did in that place. Now, when Abraham needed to complete what God asked him to do, uh, he triggered something. He triggered something. And this is important because when we're doing something or we're we're doing what God has called us to do, uh, everything that comes out of our mouth makes a difference. And sometimes it's important to just be quiet. I've been pondering, uh, something in my heart, and I have not shared um, uh, these things with anyone, and I don't plan on it because some things you need to just keep. Uh, the Bible said that uh, Jesus' mother Mary, um, that she pondered certain activities and things in her heart, things that was said. Uh, she didn't say anything because out of your mouth. You start talking, you talk too much, and say too much of something. You, uh, the Bible tells us, don't give the devil a place, and so sometimes we need to be quiet and just keep it in our heart, and then act and do what God is telling us to do without sharing it with anyone. The the fruit will speak for itself. Now Abraham sent something in motion. A motion, a chain of events, was caused by six words. God will provide himself a lamb. That's what he told his son. He did not see it. He didn't hear a lamb. He spoke this into existence. God will provide himself a lamb. The Bible said the power of life and death is in the tongue, And we have killed a lot of people, children, Young adults, things that we say, relationships, because we say the wrong thing at the wrong time or we say it incorrectly or, you know, and uh, rather than than not saying anything or uh, saying something different compared to what we wanted to say when we got into our our own emotions. And so Abraham, this was a very emotional time for him. Uh, This is his son. And whom he loved, the son that he had been praying for, this is the son that came out from him and Sarah, and so this this was very emotional for him. But yet he followed what God was saying. Now the 15 verse says, "And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time, second time." And so Abraham was sensitive to the voice of the Lord. How sensitive you are you to His voice? When you sleep at night, do you hear the voice of the Lord? Maybe it's in a dream. Maybe it's an audible voice. Maybe it's a scripture that that comes to you while you're sleeping. Or when you wake up or as you're walking, how sensitive are you to the voice of the Lord? It is important that we are sensitive. That we're willing to hear his voice, that we become acquainted with his voice. And so, um, let, let me tell you in, in cases, uh, as far as being sensitive, you know, it's important as far as our sensitivity. And, and so, you need to be sensitive to his voice. But we need to make sure that we can hear his voice, whether we are on this side of the grass or on the other side. It is important. You're going you to need to know his voice. Now, there are so many things I, I would like to say. Um, you know, I I was thinking about the sensitivity to the spirit of the Lord and, and hearing the Lord. And there are so many things uh, I thought about. And I was like, wow, if my pastor uh, who has now gone on, I was just having a moment that I would really express my appreciation because I get it. I get it. Now, there's some things that are told us and we don't get it immediately. So there are things that come with time. And so I've reached that time where I was like, I get it. I get it. It's just like you as a Maybe if you're in a, if you have children or something like that, maybe your children have told you that that they get it, you know, as they got older. Or maybe you told your parents as you got older that I get it. Oh, my gosh, I get what you were trying to tell me. And so you can appreciate what they were doing then. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, I get it. Oh, my gosh, I get it. And I'm still right there right now, even in this moment. I get it. You know, the the light is on. And so many times the lights have come on. So many times I've heard the bell ring. So many times, you you know, it makes a difference. And so I hope you're getting it. I I hope, and and please, I I do understand some things will come with time. Some things will come with time. I mean, you, you might understand a certain part of it now, and then later on, all of a sudden the light comes on and it illuminates your mind, your soul, and you it, you have a wow moment where you're just overwhelmed with that excitement that you really, that you really get it now. And so I, I was just in awe to what is in my spirit today compared to yesteryears. My kids have told me um, that I get it. I, they understand what I was doing why certain things were the way they were and and now they get it and and i refuse to try to give it to my grandson no i'm just kidding but um but they get it and they want to pass that on uh to their children now the lord is calling he's calling can't you hear him we used to sing a song back in the day Uh, can you hear the spirit of the lord make a change and you hear the spirit of the Lord say, make a change. If I was you, I'd make a change. And they were sing that song and the altar with people would be leaving their seats and coming down to the altar for prayer and, and talking to the Lord and getting things right. And, you know, and some would get baptized and, you know, and today the Lord is calling. Don't think that he's not. The Lord is calling. He's texting in his own way. He is Googling. He is searching. that's figuratively um, to all that will answer. Uh, The Lord is is making an appeal. And people don't want to be told. And some of that is the fault of preachers today. And uh, every preacher is not going to be saved. The Bible is clear about that. Every evangelist, every prophet, they're not going to be saved. The Bible is clear about that. It's very clear, and that is very frightening. It may not be frightening to them, but I'm terrified. The Bible tells us that we should work out our soul salvation. No, not not we should. It tells us to work out our soul salvation with fear and trembling. And so um, for those that are not afraid, they feel that they've arrived, that's I don't know when you ever feel that comfortable. How do you ever get that comfortable to feel like, hey, I'm it, I've arrived. I'm at where God wants me to be, you know, and and that and that's it, you know, you can't tell me nothing. Well, that sounds like Lucifer. Lucifer, yes. Uh, Lucifer felt that he had arrived and that he nobody could tell him nothing. Matter of fact, he said he was gonna make his seat up on the mountain of the congregation. And he found, and how well did that go? Listen, Abraham heard the voice of the Lord and reacted immediately. There are some things you're gonna have to act to immediately, immediately. I went to the gym today to get some, to exercise this body. I I love this body. It's the only one I have. And so I hope you love yours too. It, It is so good to be me. And man, you ought to say that right now, it's good to be me. And so I was getting out the car and I was going to turn on some music to, to get, get my step going on on the treadmill. And I felt that I needed to listen to the word of God. And so I changed and put my headset on and listened to the scriptures the entire time that I was there doing what I needed to do and feeding my spirit, feeding my spirit. And, and so you have some things you need to respond to. Don't don't fight, just, just respond, do what the Lord is saying. And so the Bible tells us in Matthews, the 21st chapter about the 28th verse, it says, but what think ye, a certain man had two sons and he came to the first one and said, son, go work, today in my vineyard? He answered and said, I will not. I'm not doing that. So apparently you felt old enough. You felt big and bad enough. And if you've had sons, they will challenge you, you know, but it's not worth the challenge. It's not worth the fight. It's not worth dealing with them on that level. That's just them feeling a certain way And testing the waters. And you have to be wise about dealing with that. But this son said, no, I will not. I'm I'm not going. But afterwards, he thought about it. The Bible said afterwards he repented. So he thought about what he had said. He thought about how he responded to his dad. And he went. And he came to his second son and said, likewise. And he answered and said, oh, I'll go. But he never made it. Told his dad he was going to go, but he never went. How responsive are you to the Lord? We need to respond. We want him to be our provider. We want him to make provision for us. We want him to see after us. We say that he's Lord, that he's God, he's the eternal one. uh, He's sovereign, there's no one. But then we respond as if he's none of those things. I think it's time out for that. The 16th verse says, and he said, by myself have I sworn, because there's no greater, there's no one else that it could be that he could swear by. By myself have I sworn, said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, because thou, listen to this, because he did this thing and has not withheld thy son, thy only son. Now there are a few, these, these key words here. That require undivided attention now some of the key words are but if anyone if you ever having a conversation with someone and they're giving you the, the skinny on whatever it is, and then they say but. You need to right there. You need to pay attention to what is being said. If someone is telling you something and they say because you need to listen to what is being said, it might be legitimate. If someone says in the conversation, listen here, and I I use that often. Listen, but or because (laughs) I have something to say now, this is important. The Lord said, because thou has done this thing. And so this is what gives us uh, the right to have expectations because we do what God is asking us to do. Thank you Jesus. I was just reminded of something. It's because we do what God asks us to do is what brings uh, is what rewards us. Now it's right to and I advise you to uh, to make sure that when you think it's the Lord, whatever it is is going to be backed up by the scripture. And I emphasize this strongly and they'll tell you at COG that that if it is not backed up by the scripture, you need to run. If it is not backed up by the word of God, stay away from it. Uh, I don't, it doesn't matter what title they're holding. It don't matter how long they've been around. It must, it must be backed up by the scripture. If it is not, you should not receive it. You should not receive it. The word of God is a is a prophetic word. It's an advanced word of what is happening, what is happening. It gives us historical events all the way into the future. And each day that we step into the future, that 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 step that we took into today made yesterday the history. And and so, as we move forward. We need to measure everything that there is by the word of God. We measure other stuff. And after a while, when you become a a fantastic cook, uh, you may not have to use a measuring cup because you pretty much know instinctively uh, what to season and how to season. You can even smell when the food is actually done and need to come out the oven compared to it staying in there. Um, a short period of time and you thinking it's done that. That's what good cooks are able to do. What's well, the same with the word of God? It, you instinctively you it becomes your nature and now, now sanctification or living holy is a lifestyle. It's not words. It is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that we that we practice now for later, because God is not going to change your spirit. He is only going to change your body body if 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 you are part of the few that are saved and that scripture few there be saved so if you're part of the few that's going to be saved you're going to have to strive to make it in which means that you're going to have to get your spirit right not your physical person we can all look sanctimonious we can all wear long robes we can all look like you know like we are very religious like the Pharisees. But even the Bible tell us that unless our righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees, they had they understood the word of God. Uh, how much of the word of God do you understand? Are you just reading it or are you looking for understanding? This is why we take our time in, in Bible class and stuff and Sunday schools That it's a teaching. And at that time is important that you listen very carefully to what is being said and ask questions. Uh, Or maybe if you are reading your Bible, your your personal devotion, and when you come to service, you ought to have that question written down so that you can ask it uh, at the appropriate time. And and so uh, we need to make sure that we are responsive to what the Lord is saying and, and that we give him our undivided attention. Now, I mentioned earlier, I had a vision a few days ago, and for a moment I wondered about it. As I thought on it, I was reminded, I was walking through the house and I was reminded of the scripture, which ties to the vision. And I immediately began to ask the Lord to pardon me uh, because I didn't recognize it at that moment. And from that, I acknowledge uh, what was what I had seen. And I've been thanking God for it in every moment, in every instance. And again, there are some things I'm just pondering in my heart and not sharing, but to acknowledge God, and it was based upon the scripture. Now, that's the important thing. Everything got to be based upon the word of God. And I must be emphasizing this because it needs to be done. Our belief, action and reaction, open doors and opportunities. How we respond is how doors are open, how opportunities are presented. Now, this is a misleading statement or it's not to be a misleading statement uh, because life is filled with challenges and some people think that when they get saved that i'm not going to have any challenges you know the the world is going to be uh going to be my is going to be a, 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 a oyster and 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 i'm gonna have pearls the bible doesn't teach that As a matter of fact let's just let's i'm gonna simplify it with this verse the poor you have the poor we have with us all week and he that gives to the poor lives to the Lord. And so that lets us know that life is filled with challenges. And if you've ever been found yourself in a situation where challenges, you know, um, it's it's very uncomfortable. And that's why I like to emphasize that as you are blessed, uh, make sure that you bless someone else. If you're going to buy a foot long sandwich, if someone else is hungry, buy them a foot long sandwich. You eat a half a sandwich. If you're gonna buy an eight piece chicken and someone is hungry, uh, give them the eight piece. You you buy two pieces or wait till you get home and eat some leftovers because you're in a position to do that. The 17th verse says that in blessing, I will bless thee. Why? Because you are responsive, because you are sensitive. I'm gonna multiply you and I'm going to multiply your seed. I'm not just only gonna bless you, but I'm gonna bless those that come after you as the stars of the heaven and the sands, which is upon the seashore, and I see shall possess the gate of his enemy. You're going to be an overcomer. Now, that comes with us being responsive to God. It don't come because you just believe. Well, I believe God. there are some things that are universal laws, and then we're not going to get into that this evening. But there are some things that are just universal laws that apply to everyone because it's a universal law. So it applies to everyone. But then there are those provisions is what God sees, what he's made provision for him, what he's going to provide for us because we are his people. And as his people, we respond to him. Now, as we get through to get more and more into the scripture here and the Bible, as we get into scripture and the Bible, uh, now the birth of Israel, we're getting close to the birth of Israel and we're going to start to see some things. And, and as we go on. We're going to understand even more how unresponsiveness uh, causes stagnation. And so we want to respond to what God is saying. We want to respond to what he is sending our way so that we can be blessed. Now, Abimelech told Abraham, he said, he said, God is with you. Everything that you do, everything you touch, everything that's going on with you, man, God is with you. What a great testimony. Now, it doesn't mean that, that Abraham did not not have any challenges either. Uh, we, we read about his challenges. We read about some things that he had to overcome. And, and we'll read more about some things that he's dealing with, too, uh, coming up shortly. But in this moment, God is saying, I'm going to bless you. You need to be responsible. Make up in your mind as we are coming to a close this evening, make up in your mind that you're going to be responsive. And maybe you've been responsive, but now there's a a heightened awareness that, man, I'm going to be responsive. And, and, you know, because I, I can't afford not to be responsive to the Lord. None of us can. Our life and the things that God has mapped out for us, is based up on our responses now what does the bible say here's a scripture that everyone likes to quote and it says that um don't be don't be deceived god is not mocked whatsoever a man saw that shall he also reap so if i'm sowing responsiveness to the lord don't you know that i'm going to reap responsiveness back and so we have to be responsive in such a way that you know, our response to this, get God's attention. Abraham has his attention. Cornelius, the Bible said, Cornelius prayed. And he prayed such, and don't. And I don't believe that he was always had a lot of words or none because he was a captain, he was a, a, a supervisor, a manager, however you wanna phrase it over a region. And so he had people under him. He had people that he had to look out for as well as give orders to. and So he didn't have time to just be on his knees and, and pray. But in, within his heart, within his mind, he was acknowledging God in such a way that the Bible said that his prayers went up as a memorial unto the Lord. It got his attention. It got his attention enough that he sent that he got Peter's attention and Peter was resisting. And the Lord rebuked him and said, don't whatever what I call clean, don't you call it unclean. Peter went on down to the house, preached to Cornelius and all those that had gathered together and the Holy Ghost failed. and, And they all began to the evidence was there. They were speaking in tongues and everybody, the witnesses heard it. And then they all got was baptized in Jesus name and for the remission of sin and all because Cornelius was seeking the Lord. He felt led to pray. He felt there was a need to pray. Somebody told him somewhere he caught hold of this and he reacted. And the day came that God blessed him. You don't know when that day is. But let's not try to prepare for a blessing. Um, Let's just walk in the blessing. And the blessing is the fact that we have a relationship with God. Just in our natural relationship, we hold hands. And I I hope you're still holding hands. If you haven't, if you stop, please start. Um, And you might think each other's kind of crazy for a moment because you haven't done it in a while, but listen, hold hands. If you haven't hugged, then then hug. If you haven't kissed or showed any type of affection or said, I love you, you know, then you need to do that. And it's the same in our spiritual relationship with the Lord. There's a constant communication, nurturing to one another. We don't get so used to with God that we just stop, you know, in our relationships here, we seem to do that. And that's a sad thing, a situation to be in. You don't want to find yourself in that situation, but listen, you want to nurture the relationship. Abraham had God had nurtured a relationship with Abraham. Abraham allowed it, and he responded. And so the Lord said, "Because I, I'm going to bless you." And the 18th verse says, "And in thy seed shall all nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice." And here we are today. We are recipients of that blessing today. You ought to be glad. That's a reason for us to thank God and to be happy you know, regardless of whatever you're going through. Now, listen, I don't, when I say that, it's not that I'm minimizing that you're, that someone is going through something. No, that's not it. I'm just saying that, uh, that in whatever you're going through, he's still God. He's still the Lord, no matter what's going on in our lives. And we still must respond to him. I don't, you might feel a little depressed. You might feel a lot of depressed. You still have to respond to the Lord. You still have to meditate on his word day and night. You can't just shut him out of what's going on because of the way you feel. Remember, Jehovah Jireh, he is the Lord, he is the eternal one, he is the God, he's sovereign, and and he sees and he provides some provision. And so we have to pull ourselves up even when we feel a certain way. I believe Abraham felt a certain way, but he knew who God was. Do you know who he is today? Abraham started a chain of events by saying the Lord will provide himself a lamb. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for each one that have tuned in to to listen this evening. Lord God, in their respective places. Lord God, we, we thank you for your kindness, Lord God, and how you have blessed Lord Jesus and I, I just ask that you remember each individual, Lord God, Uh, remember EZ, Lord God, remember Linda and and God Fred, Lord God, remember, Lord, the people that have taken time out of their schedule, Evelyn, Lord, and Lord God, and and, uh, Mara, and Lord God, and each one whose name, Lord God, that is present, I ask that you would bless them, Lord God, as we acknowledge you in all our ways. Lord God, as we use our whole heart to seek you, Lord God, and we don't want to lean to our own understanding, we, we know that's detrimental to the cause of having a prosperous life in you, both secular and spiritually, Lord God, and so I pray and ask that you would bless us, Lord God, as we seek you and acknowledge you, Lord God, in all of our ways, you said you would direct our path, we trust and believe your word, Lord, we give you the glory and honor, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Continue to pray for me as I am praying with you.